Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to go out on the limb a little bit, and I'm going to start with a prayer. So, Lord, I ask that you help me say the right words. Don't let me say the wrong words. Don't let us get any kind of trouble with any of the platforms or anyone else. And I ask for protection over the things that I say on this program, and that you would help me to say the things that are, in fact, true. So our topic today is, I heard from the Lord concerning Israel. As I said the other day, I used to flow quite a bit in the prophetic. I've given over 5,000 personal prophecies. And I'll say right up front, they're not as accurate or as specific as Leslie. I'm not a prophet. I know what a prophet is. I live with one of them. I've worked with training a bunch of them. Leslie does her school of the prophets, which, by the way, is awesome. If you can get into it, please do. Um, I wish I could tell you I heard an audible voice. That way I would have more comfort in it. But it's the same way... You know, if you walked with the Lord for a while, you get to learn the way He speaks to you. And I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, okay? I'm just going to tell you, and it's a little risky for me. It's a little scary. I, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, I'm not exactly looking forward to this. But I think it's important information that's going to settle out a lot of hearts. It's settled mine. So anyway, here's what happened. So I went into my prayer closet last night, and I was upset about several things. None of them having to do with Prophecy Club whatsoever. And so as I fell to my knees, I normally start by thanking him. And I spend a pretty good time thanking him because he'd done a lot for me that I have not earned, I have not deserved. And this time, very unusual, I just fell to my knees. I'm going to try not to get emotional. I just fell to my knees. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And he answered some very important questions. And one of them was saying that, no, I didn't have the right attitude on that. And, you know, I, I'm happy to receive whatever correction he wants to give me. And by the way, that's, that's we should welcome correction, okay? The Bible says that whom he loves, he, 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 he corrects and chastises. I didn't even quote that right. I'm, I'm kind of upset bringing this today. And I might even wind up deleting it before I even send it out. But anyway, so I just, I just stayed there for a moment. After he'd told me some things that were on my heart, I didn't even ask. And he just spoke in here, okay? And then I said, well, what about Israel? And as I recall, I don't even think I said that out loud. I just asked in my heart. So here's what he said. He said, concerning Israel, he says, this is not the end of the world, nor the end of Israel. You will see, though many will anger over the situation with Israel, It'll calm down. This one will calm down. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. In other words, that's what's going to conclude and all of this sound like they're going to World War III stuff. And the prophecy given to Leslie will stand. 
Now, I may have time to get to that in just a minute. Let me go through this again. This is not the end of the world. Talking about Israel, okay? A lot of people are saying, oh, it's the end of the world. It's World War III. You know, it's going to go to the whole end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world, and it's not the end of Israel. You will see that many will get angry, but it will calm down, and it will conclude in the Israel giving the Palestinians a state. And I may come back to that. And the prophecy given to Leslie will stand. And I've covered that, and if I have time, I'll get to that again. Now, I'm about to cover some very risky things. I, I, I pray that they don't get me in trouble. Um, I know some things that I can't discuss. And I'm going to start with a disclaimer on this. These are my notes. And that is, can't prove a word of this. Not a word of it. I can't prove it. And so I've heard it in various places. I couldn't even tell you where I've heard all of it. But I, I believe it to be true for various reasons. So maybe it fills in some blanks for you. Maybe it doesn't. So the story that I heard on the plan, this is the plan, that when JFK was assassinated, there was some good guys among military intelligence that said, We've had enough. These, and of course, we know them as Moloch worshipers, which, by the way, I think that's the reason they deleted my channel, is because I mentioned it. And I'm taking a very big risk in even saying that word, because they do not want people to know who they really are and who they really worship. They prefer to be called the deep state or international bankers or <laughs> something like that. But I called them who they really are and what they really do. And I think that's what really got my... I, I, didn't, I didn't break the rules. I just exposed who they were. So anyway, they said, we're tired of this. These people just kill people at will. They think they rule the planet. And sad to say, they do. Remember, Jesus took... Uh, excuse me, Satan took Jesus up to a high pinnacle and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, and says, all of this is mine, if I, I can give it to him, I will. Okay, it's true. He does own the kingdoms of this world. But the day is going to come when they're taken away. They said, we got to stop this. These people just kill people, take over, they rule the world. we got to stop it. So they started working on a plan. And I don't know the plan, but... Part of the plan I heard was that they sought for a man. They said, okay, we can either do this from the ground up in a bloody revolution, or we can try to do it from the top down by taking the seat of the president. And they decided to try to do it from the top down. So they sought for a man. They came up with 10 candidates, and finally Donald Trump was the one they selected. So they went to him. And they said, this is the plan. This is what we want to do. We want to take our country back. And he said, well, would I report to you or would you report to me? And they said, oh, no, no, no. We'd report to you. He said, then I'll do it. So that was the plan, to put him in and have him start cleaning house and taking over. And, of course, that worked for a little while, but then they stole it back. Now, let me jump to another thing because this can tie together here in just a second. I once heard, I can't prove this either, that when you give your money to the IRS, not a penny of it goes 
to the United States of America. Not a penny. Had it confirmed by several people. Now, I, this was several years ago, and this probably has changed by now. But I'm just, I'm telling you, I know the rumors, but my guess is you probably heard them before, and so maybe this is going to fill in some blanks for you. I heard that 60% went to the Queen of England, and 40% went to the Vatican. Now I'm going to tell you another story. And of course, you may be saying, well, why would we give it there? I don't know why we give it to the Queen, but I'm sure there's a reason. I suspect this is the reason why part of it went to the Vatican. So a friend of mine, who is now dead, said, and this was five or six years ago, he said, I was in a meeting, and he said, there was about 30 people in the room. They were all sitting around a table. And a man walked in, I did not know, with a briefcase, sat on the table, opened it up, introduced himself as being from the Vatican. And he said, it's been explained that back in the 1800s, I don't know, maybe 1860, I can't remember the date, but that the United States borrowed, you know, several billion dollars from the Vatican. And these were the notes and they're returning them and they're calling them all paid and that might not mean much to you but it's going to tie into what i'm about to tell you today lord don't let me get in trouble over this in jesus name (laughs) another time he told me i called him five or six years ago and I believe it was him that told me that there was something like 360 plane loads of gold flown out of the Vatican. I don't exactly understand all the the story behind it. I've heard rumors, but it would probably be better for me to keep my mouth shut on that. I might have already said too much. And you may be saying, well, where'd it go? Well, the correct answer is I don't know. But I will say the same guy that saw the man turn back the notes saying that that big old note the United States borrowed back in the 1800s from the Vatican was now paid free and clear. He also told me that they had been storing, I'll put it this way, storing this. Now why? Okay. Let me go back to the plan. So the plan was that they would get the good guy, DJT, in as president. He would start cleaning house, removing some of the bad guys. Now, hang on to that. Let me jump back. Back in 1972, the Saudis were being attacked, probably by the Houthis or whatever their name is. And uh, so they went to the United States and asked them to protect them. And the United States will do it. But this is what we want in payment. We want you to no longer sell crude oil in any currency other than the U.S. dollar. And this made the dollar, the petrodollar, and made it very, very strong. And that's one of the reasons that America is so wealthy today. Not the only reason, but that's one of the reasons. I think it was God blessing America. Now, that worked pretty good until August 24th of 2022, when the Saudis for the first time, signed a new agreement and have the Russians as their protector. 
and since then they were no longer obligated to only sell oil in a dollar. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I hope my voice going out is not a warning telling me not to say this. I'm, 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 it's risky, risky that I'm telling you all of this. Lord, don't let me get in trouble over this. But then, BRICS comes, on, comes along. Brazil, Russia, um, India, China, and South Africa. And they decide they're going to come up with a currency that's gold-backed, and it goes live January 1, 24. Then 41 other countries have jumped on board. Now, hang on. Let's jump to another story. Back in 2012, we had Shane Warren, pastor out of Louisiana, come and speak at the Prophecy Club. He'd had a vision. He saw a storm hit, the, hit America from the north, south, east, and west. And that storm may have been what just hit us three or four months ago. And then he saw dollar bills blowing worthless as leaves in the wind. Then he saw a New Madrid or earthquake at the center of the country. Then he was taken to a room where he saw them sitting in a room, like 17 different countries. And the question was asked, how do we kill the dollar? And one of the people said, all we have to do is start selling oil in a currency other than the dollar. And that has now been done at least twice. Some people say even more times. So there's a very, very good chance that come first quarter of 24, we're going to see our dollar begin to fall. Okay, now, when the dollar falls, the prophecies say it doesn't fall gradually so you could prepare for it. Instead, it's 30% down, short time later, 50%, 66%, finally worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. And it's not hard to figure out all of that's going to start January 1 of 24. Okay, so based on everything I know, my best guess, please, I have not heard from God on this. So if I miss it, don't come back and say I'm a false prophet. First of all, I'm not a prophet. And I'm not saying I heard from God. I'm just trying to do my best to try to guess. But based upon everything I know, from every prophecy I know, it appears that we could be looking at the death of the dollar starting early 24. And by late 24, it could be that we could start seeing the internal revelation. So the very good possibility by late 24, just guessing, or sometime in 25, we could see the internal revolution. Now, I used to think that internal revolution was just riding in the streets. But after all those years, I finally actually looked up what is the definition of an internal revolution. The actual definition is the people rise up in a violent overthrow of their government. That shocked me. I mean, somehow that it'll escaped me. Then Dimitri, what we, he was told in 1984, all of a sudden meant more. Then Jack Rigney comes along. He sees tanks rolling down Pennsylvania Avenue, going into the Supreme Court, the White House, and the Capitol, and arresting people. And then the other guy, forget his name, saw them handcuffed and marched out like prisoners of war after World War II ended and paraded in the streets. 
And then Terry Bennett comes along, and, and he's already seen the same thing. So that's really, I've got down here three, but there's really four people. And there might be more that have seen an internal revolution. I want to believe that, <laughs> and of course, also Henry Gruber, which I absolutely positively know here, I heard from God, he's been gone to be with the Lord now. He said he saw Trump as king. Well, there's a big difference between president and king. President has the authority that the people give him, subject to Congress. But a king, I mean, like Nebuchadnezzar, whom he would, he slew. Whom he would, he left alive. Whom he would, he lifted up. And whom he would, he put down. A king has ultimate authority. And that's what it would take. Now, I would like to think that Trump would get in and immediately start calling for repentance, immediately start calling for the King James Bible to be read every day in all schools, from bottom to top, every home, and start telling people that, you know, if you don't want to be a Christian, you need to think about broadening your horizon. There are other countries out there that'd be happy to have you, but, I, I mean, I, that's not going to happen. I mean, it'd be nice. Um now let me go to Leslie's dream, and let's. This this is really important uh, because here let's go to this version. When a prophecy is given, it, it's not that one part of it comes to pass, another part of it doesn't come to pass. If one part of it comes to pass, all of it comes to pass. And in this case, this one's confirmed. So as you can see, April 15, 2002, I've covered it many times, but let me help you to understand it in a lot of what's going on right now, a lot of what I was told last time. So she was told that Arafat would go to the hospital and die there. Now, the reason that's so big is because at the time, Arafat wasn't allowed, back in 2002, was not allowed outside of his compound. So to put that out to our best supporters and radio and everything else, that was very risky. But two years later, he died in the hospital, which means the first of the six parts of the prophecy came to pass. That's the first one. The second one was Israel will give the Palestinians a state. And I think that, I believe that's what the Lord spoke to my heart last night. I did not hear words, but in here. At the conclusion of this, I think what's going to happen, I think Israel will see that they, they have too many enemies. I think they'll also see that they can't count on their friend America to protect them anymore. And they see that they're going to be forced into a Palestinian state. And the primary one twisting their arm is going to be Biden or America. And of course, there's 12 different prophecies that say that if America splits Israel, God will split America. Apparently, that's what's about to happen. And... What, the other prophecy, this part of the prophecy says that Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We guess, we don't know for sure, but where our best guess is Omer is the counting of the Omer. And the counting of the Omer is the first 49 days between first fruits and Pentecost. And if it happens in 2024, the pink days are those days. So there's a very high probability that this and this Israel will give the Palestinians a state, will happen at least in the first half of 2024. Now, I do not know for certain. I'm being a good watchman, just like you are, we're watching. 
But I, I've told you before that June the 14th of 2008, the same night God told me, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Every time I say that, I give you just got to give you a disclaimer. We cannot guarantee we're going to ever get ever going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. But after that, he also spoke this to me. He showed me a vision of Leslie holding up newspaper, front pages of newspapers. And he said, I heard an audible voice, said, when those prophecies I gave your wife, that's exactly the way he said it, exactly, exactly the words. When those prophecies I gave your wife began to come to pass, people from all directions would begin to turn and listen to your ministry. And this one and this one, I believe, are the prophecies he's talking about. Now, let me go back to this one. So probably in the early part of 24, we're going to see Palestinians given a state. Probably it will be America, i.e. Biden, twisting the arm along with the Israelis. I think they're going to say, well, you know, we can't defeat all of the Islam. And that's what we'd have to do to get rid of Gaza. So they're going to be forced into giving the Palestinians a state. But the next part of the prophecy is the Palestinian state be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Then oil will be discovered. And I believe it's going to be massive amounts of oil. I don't believe it's going to be low-pressure low oil. I believe it's going to be high-pressure oil. And I believe it's going to begin to dry the wells of all the surrounding nations. And that's the hook in the jaw of Ezekiel 38, verse 4, that brings all the nations down to attack little Israel because she has now all the oil. And that is the hook in the jaw. And that's when Jesus returns for Armageddon and destroys them in a moment of twinkling of an eye at the last trump. So the discovery of oil does two things. It makes the Jews willing to fight for their land. That's point number five. It also gives the Jews the money to build up their military. Then Israel and America will go against most of the Arab world. I cannot tell you how many times I've asked the Lord to explain this. I'm pretty sure, based upon other prophecies in the Bible, that Israel will emerge getting all of her land back. And that's from the Euphrates all the way over to the Nile River. That's about a third of Egypt and about a third of Iraq and probably most all of Saudi Arabia. Because as Moses, as, as Abraham was told, God would give him every place the sole of his foot walked. He also said the same thing to Moses. So during the 40 years when Moses and the children of Israel were walking around Saudi Arabia, they were marking their territory. And there was many places, I've been there, I've seen where they would outline their shoe, look like a sandal, and they had these three marks. I saw them. I was there. I saw several of them. They were marking it, and that's an outline of their sandal. And the word they wrote there in ancient Hebrew is the word for soul. In other words, they're saying, this land is our land. And what I believe that God is about to do is return Israel all of their land. He's about to return massive amounts of oil to them. That was prophesied back in Genesis 49, I believe it was. Now, what I don't know is what happens to America. My guess is that that's probably when the Russians take out America is that part of it. I don't know for sure. Now, let's jump to this. So, Omar ushers in Palestinian state. I'm not saying it will, but most likely during the pink days of 24. That's probably when that will happen. And then my guess is, Based upon past experience, 
probably the very next day, God will hit us with a Madrid uh, earthquake. I had another person send me another video from somebody else that had another vision that saw a massive earthquake. And just and it, it wasn't just devastating to America. It was devastating to the whole world. The, see, the things... The things that God has spoken to Prophecy Club, this is not a joke, okay? This stuff's about to happen. If you want to be part of the soul winning, now's the time to send this stuff out. Look at this. I do not know how they're doing it, but they are somehow shadow banning us. They are certainly not allowing us to go out and have an outreach to new people. The only way we reach new people, I guess, is if you click like, share, send, or send it out to your emails or something because we are getting almost, by this time we should, well, if we hadn't got deleted, we'd probably be up to 200,000. I shouldn't even say the word. Let's go on to the next one. Okay, so America gets hit with an earthquake. I'm reasonably sure that's what that is. Then America cries for all the world to help, but our good friend Israel doesn't help because we just stabbed Israel in the back by causing them to give the Palestinians a state. They see that America is not their friend anymore. And just like Chris Reed was told, so goes Israel, so goes America. Israel getting attacked on our southern border, look forward, America, it's coming on your southern, southern border too. Israel attack, America sends troops, just like we're doing now, so says several of the news sources out there. But chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. And I've got a video I'm about to close with. And this is showing people that are protesting about us helping Israel already. Then she heard my vo voice quoting Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. So here are the reports of American flag being burned at Wall Street in a rally right here in America. Back with the Fox News alert. Look at this. It's so embarrassing to be here and live here. The streets of New York City packed with pro-Palestinian Hamas, anti-Israeli protesters. It happened again last night. It's just the latest demonstration as the ongoing conflict in Israel create divisions in big cities and college campuses across America to the astonishment of many. Fox Business correspondent Linda Yu, Lydia Yu, is live in New York City with the latest. Lydia. Hi there, Brian. That's right. We saw hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters fill the street right here in front of the New York Stock Exchange. The NYPD says the protest grew to the size of roughly 2,000 as they marched their way through the financial district. And the Fox News has confirmed reports that the demonstration included the acts of burning an American flag. Now, the protests were here on Wall Street because they accused defense companies of profiting off the conflict. And they're demanding that the U.S. stop supporting Israel with military aid as President Biden pursues plans to send $14 billion to Israel. This protest was organized by a group called Within Our Lifetime. It is an anti-Zionist group which believes that Palestinians have the right to return to what they say is their homeland. Now, some like the Anti-Defamation League say that means this group wants to eliminate Israel. Take this, for example. On the same day that Hamas attacked Israel, within our lifetime, posted this to Instagram. We must support Palestinian resistance in all its forms, by any means necessary, with no exceptions and no fine print. Here's why protesters say they joined the demonstration here yesterday. Watch. 
against the uh, outrageous killing that is happening in Gaza uh, right now. The United States needs to somehow intervene on behalf of Palestinian people and say this is wrong. They're profiting off people dying. And Brian, we found other people watching on the sidelines in anger. Listen to this. Not about human rights. It's not about freeing Palestine. They don't they don't understand the history. Don't just follow the, the person that's following in front of you. Know what you're talking about. And anti-Israel protests continue on college campuses. There were clashes involving Tulane University students yesterday. Tulane University say three students were assaulted. Two people were arrested. Brian. Yeah, it got out of control. I saw that. Uh, I heard about that in Tulane. Cooper Union students suing because they were forced to lock themselves in a library. Do you know this, Lydia? They told Jewish people, Jewish New Yorkers in Brooklyn, don't go there, stay away. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock, there's a major demonstration against Israel in front of the Brooklyn Museum. Where did these, this generation get this anti-Israel views? Some say it's all off TikTok. It could very well be off of TikTok. These are a lot of the questions that are being asked, particularly of major university donors who are pulling back now from Ivy League institutions and elite schools because they say the universities are not doing enough to combat this anti-Semitism, anti-Israel education that's happening on college campuses, they now say. Uh, Lydia, it's, it's just incredible. I mean, if you asked anybody about the whole history of the region, why it matters, before the October 7th massacre of the Israelis, nobody was even talking about Palestine. This is this just propped up. It makes it seem like it's almost choreographed. I, I think there's a story there. Lydia, thanks so much. It took me about 20 minutes to make these two loaves in my kitchen at an ingredient cost of about $12 each. In a time of food shortage and emergency, I'm going to cut each one of these loaves into 14 slices. Eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'll be satisfied. You want long-term food storage? You want to cut your food costs? Here it is. Eat two whole wheat bread slices daily for about a year for about $800 each. JosephKitchen.com's wheat berries come in a nitrogen-infused 7-gallon pail for long-term storage. Most other emergency food costs about $10,000 per person per year. That's right, about $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph Kitchen, you could do it for about $1,000 per person per year. Now, to get started at josephkitchen.com, you're going to need a machines package. That's going to give you the grinder, the bread machine, the knife slicer, all you need to make bread, and then you decide how much food you want to get. You want food six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just one person for a year, all at josephskitchen.com. About $1,000 per person per year at josephskitchen.com. Use the promo code Prophecy Club. Get you a $50 discount. josephskitchen.com, promo code Prophecy Club for a $50 discount on your first order. So what is an EMP Shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there, shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything, and it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. 
red goes to red, black goes to black, green goes to the car, uh, body of your car, and you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is prophecy.